This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, February 10th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Breakthrough on FY22 spending. White House wing China options. Poll. Let the dogs go. Negotiators report progress on FY22 spending. Congressional negotiators say they have reached a deal on fiscal 22 spending that could pave the way for passing an omnibus bill next month. I'm feeling very optimistic we can get an omnibus done, said Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, the New York Democrat, speaking with reporters yesterday. The Senate will vote next week on a House-passed stopgap spending bill that would keep the government funded through March 11th a continuing resolution that has kept the government operating since December at FY21 spending levels is set to expire a week from Friday. No details were released of the FY22 framework that negotiators agreed on, but the top Republican on the Senate Appropriations Committee, Richard Shelby, described it as, quote, a breakthrough. House Appropriations Committee Chairwoman Rosa DeLauro of Connecticut said appropriators can now go to work on finalizing details of the omnibus. Chamber, White House exploring options with China trade. U.S. needs to get China to fulfill its promises under the Phase 1 trade pact, but it's still unclear how that's going to happen if Beijing doesn't acquiesce during talks going on now. That's the assessment of U.S. Chamber of Commerce Executive Vice President Byron Brilliant. Talking to reporters yesterday, Brilliant noted the Biden administration is weighing a range of options with China. The chamber supports the U.S. joining with Japan and Europe in a multilateral approach to swing the Chinese. Brilliant says more tariffs would only increase the damage that existing tariffs are doing to U.S. companies that deal with China. As to the Section 301 tariffs the U.S. already has in place, a remnant of the Trump administration, they likely won't come down unless China makes good on its promises under its Phase 1 commitments. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. AgriPulse Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the third largest dairy cooperative in the country based on milk volume. Edge is a powerful advocate in Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. Edge believes environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Good morning and welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. China buys more 22-23 U.S. soy as Brazil forecast is cut. USDA is out with yet another report showing that Chinese buyers are purchasing U.S. soybeans for delivery in the 22-23 marketing year, which doesn't begin until September 1. The latest USDA report 
released yesterday shows China purchasing 240,000 metric tons of 22-23 U.S. soybeans, and it follows close on the heels of a Tuesday report that China purchased 132,000 tons for the same marketing year. The Tuesday report also included a sale of new crop, new U.S. crop soybeans to unknown destinations, which often turns out to be Chinese buyers. Export sales of U.S. soybeans for 22-23 delivery to China, as well as unknown destinations, total 1.9 million tons so far this calendar year, according to Mac Marshall, Vice President of Market Intelligence at the United Soybean Board and U.S. Soy Export Council. Certainly having that volume is exciting, and I think it speaks to the appetite for U.S. soy that continues to be there, particularly in light of the lower production out of South America, he said. By the way, USDA yesterday cut its forecast for Brazilian soybean production by 5 million tons. USDA also raised the estimated farm gate price for last fall's soybean crop to $13 a bushel, up from 1080 for the 2020 harvest. 2021 was a good year for U.S. pork exports. U.S. pork exports had a strong year in 2021 and even set a new record for the value of trade despite falling demand from China, that according to the U.S. Meat Export Federation. Export volume in 2021 dropped 2% from the record shipments in 2020, but the value of those exports reached $8.11 billion, and that's a new yearly high. Entering last year, we knew it would be a daunting task to match the record level of pork exports reached in 2020 because of the recovery in China's swine herd and its rising domestic pork production, said U.S. Meat Export Federation President and CEO Dan Hallstrom. But the U.S. is less dependent on China than other major pork exporters, and this is definitely reflected in the 2021 results. Even with shipments to China falling nearly 30%, total U.S. exports posted on a very strong performance thanks to outstanding growth in Latin America and other key markets. U.S. pork exports to Mexico, Central America, the Dominican Republic, Colombia, and the Philippines all set new records in 2021, according to the U.S. Meat Export Federation. CFTC Chair, Crypto Regulation Won't Hurt Ag The chairman of the Commodity Futures Trading Commission is assuring the Senate Agriculture Committee that giving the agency more oversight of the cryptocurrency and other digital assets won't lead to increased regulation of ag and energy markets. Rostin Benham noted the committee's top Republican, John Bozeman of Arkansas, yesterday the increased regulatory authority the agency is seeking could be, quote, surgically limited to just digital assets and no other commodities. There's some bipartisan agreement on Capitol Hill that digital assets need more federal oversight. Bozeman expressed confidence CFTC, quote, can rise to the challenge to be the right fit for an expanded role in digital asset spot markets. 
Committee Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow said lawmakers must work with the administration on a new regulatory framework. Poll. South Koreans support ban on eating dogs. The World Dog Alliance, following up on South Korean President Moon Jae-in's suggestion last year that the country consider a ban on eating dogs, funded a poll that shows significant support for such a law. The poll, conducted by the South Korean research company Embrain Public, shows about 61% of the respondents would support a national ban on eating man's best friend. About 20% rejected the ban, while about 18% were noncommittal. South Korean Prime Minister Kim Bu-yum is forming a civilian-led consultative body to produce a social consensus on whether to ban dog meat consumption, according to the World Dog Alliance. Here's today's She Said It. Happy to offer an invitation. Senator Bozeman and I will work on that. Senate Agriculture Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow, when Senator Roger Marshall of Kansas asked her to invite Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack to testify before the committee. Vilsack appeared before the House Ag Committee last month. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, February 10th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nelly.